This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 632 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is brought to you by FeedXL.com, online nutrition software. Hi, Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is from Darley Newman. Darley is the host and producer of Equitrekking, the Emmy Award-winning travel television series that explores the globe on horseback. Equitrekking is broadcast on PBS stations across America, on Create, and on Horse and Country TV. Today's tip is about packing for your equestrian vacation, Safari Edition. But before we get to today's tip, a word about today's sponsor, FeedXL.com. I just got my FeedXL newsletter the other day, and it was just brimming with information that I could put to use right away. For example, this little tidbit from FeedXL top tip number 35. Spring is just around the corner. As the grass begins to grow, you still need to concern yourself with your horse's nutrition, even if they're knee-deep in it. The mineral content in particular of fast-growing grasses and forages is often deficient in several key minerals required by horses on a daily basis. This is a good time to review your diets, which I did. Also check out this super article written by Dr. Richards about spring pastures titled Spring and Autumn Pastures. Hit them up today, feedxl.com. Review your horse's diet and learn a whole bunch about nutrition. Now enjoy today's tip. Well, okay. good day, Darley, our favorite horse gal and equitrekking traveler. I uh, haven't seen you for a little while. What sort of tip have you got up your sleeve? Well, as you know, or may not know, I went on uh, a bunch of different horse safaris in Africa this summer. So, you know, I went there thinking, oh, this is what I need to bring with me. And I left thinking, now this is what I really need to bring. Well, first so of all, some- how many people on earth can say... They go on a bunch of horse safaris. <laughs> who, who, who in the world has bunch and safari in their vocabulary in the same sentence? That's pretty amazing you know, right there. <laughs> it was amazing. I actually got to do four different horse safaris in, in all these different areas of Botswana. And, oh, it was definitely once in a lifetime. I mean, how many times can you say, listen, I got charged by an elephant and I was riding with giraffes. And so it was pretty amazing. Did you feel like you were walking along? with um, lunch written across your back, though? Yeah. <laughs> I wondered, uh, am I going to make it out if you're alive? <laughs> wow, that would, that, would just, that would just make me paranoid. But, you know, that's me. You're, that's why you're the adventure travel girl, and I'm the stay-at-home-and-ride-around-the-pasture person. <laughs> well, you know what's so funny? This week I actually received some photos um, from one of the places that we went is in the Thule region of Botswana, which is the southeast. And they sent me a photo of... Um, one of the big cats that was out, and they they were out on their safari, and they saw it. And I didn't see I didn't see any big cats on my trip, which was kind of good because I don't know if you want to see them when you're on horseback. But <laughs> yeah, oh my goodness, that's funny. So safaris, you are an expert now, I would say, when it comes to horseback riding safari. Um, what do we need and not need for our horseback safari? Because I mean, we're all going to go eventually. Yeah. Well, I, hopefully, hopefully. Um, you know, one thing that I was 
so the first day I was riding in the Okavango Delta, which is an amazing area, and you know, there's you're riding through a lot of water because it's the largest inland delta in the world. But they're also, you know, it's not like they're going out there and maintaining trails because you are in the wild. So I actually had my sleeves rolled up on the first day, and I was wearing a button-down shirt, which I wear a lot. But we were filming, and I mean, this is a technical thing, but like I couldn't really unroll my sleeves after we started filming because of continuity. Like you need the shots to match. And I wish that my sleeves had been rolled down because my arms got so scraped up riding by all of these prickly bushes and trees. Everything there is outfitted with these defensive spikes because, you know, the trees don't want to be eaten by these herbivores either. So I actually, (laughs) like, you should have seen my arms, though. It 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 was not a pretty sight. I really got some bad scratches. And actually, we're just putting together a behind the scenes from Botswana because those episodes are coming out soon. And I have some footage of me getting, like, waylaid by this tree. Oh, my <laughs> and I'm gosh. Going, oh. So I would definitely recommend that people wear um, long sleeves to protect their arms, for sure. That's mm-hmm. one of my top tips. Um, and, you know, I, I do a lot of travel. I always like to do um, half-taps with boots. And for this type of riding, I would recommend all-terrain boots. They're going to get wet. Um, a lot of the places that you'll go in Africa, because you you can tend to do some riding through water. So, and I would say bring two pairs of boots. One that you can kind of set out in the afternoon and let dry, so that the next day, well, the next day they're just going to get wet again. But <laughs> well, it's still it's just no fun to wake up in the morning and put on wet boots. Well, especially if you go. Yeah. So I was there this our summer, which is their winter, and it gets cold at night. So, you know, you wake up in the morning and if you have cold, wet boots, you're just Ugh. not motivated to get, no. you know, get dressed in your tent in the morning. No, that's going to, cold, wet boots in the morning is going to suck the fun right out of your day. Right, right. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, other things like um, I always travel with riding gloves. I just like to have them just in case. And I, I think they were really helpful in this situation, too. Just, again, the terrain that you're going through, the sun, you know, sometimes the wind. We were in this area of Botswana where they're, um, you're on a salt pan, um, mm-hmm. like the largest salt pans in the world. It's an old dried-up lake. But we mm-hmm. had um, kind of a salt storm. You think of a sandstorm, we had a salt storm. So you kind of want to have those layers and be able to cover up parts of your body that are more sensitive. Um, and when you're riding and, you know, doing some faster riding, too, I just think it comes in handy. So those are some, some definite definite items to bring. I have some more if you want them. Absolutely, because I, I, love, I love to pack for trips. I'm one of those people that just I just love to sort it all out and everything else. So I'm, I'm looking through your little list because you sent me some handy cheat sheets. Um, quick dry underwear. I was, that's, the second, that's the next one I was going to say. You know, okay, so I was there for over two weeks, and I did not have laundry capabilities. Um, so I brought along... These underwear that are specifically made for travel, and you know, I had a couple pairs, and you know, it's not fun to necessarily wash your clothes at night, but it's not a big deal either. You have some soap there, and you just stick them. There are some things I'm sorry they should be washed. (laughs) You gotta wash your underwear. Don't mean to be indelicate (laughs) here, people, but some things need to be washed, and I can vouch for this one because um, during my competitive career, I roughed it. I was a one-woman show, me and the horse. And yeah. I generally slept in the trailer or a stall or the truck or something like that. Um, so laundry capabilities like you, like you in the bush, it was like there weren't any. And there's nothing more frustrating than having cotton socks, cotton underwear, stuff that doesn't dry. That you is know, infuriating. 
Isn't it so neat how the technology has changed? Because a couple of years ago, this stuff didn't necessarily exist. So take advantage of the modern technology and get, you know, pay a little more and get the stuff that's going to really last when you're out there and, you know, that you're going to feel good in when you're out all day, especially riding. So that's yeah. something I would suggest. And actually, I had quick-dry socks, too. And I, was I didn't know they made quick-dry socks. <laughs> that's a new one. I'm going to check into that, quick-dry socks. Yeah. Absolutely. So, you know, they they sell all these neat items out. And another thing, too, and you may you may bring this on some of your travels, but flip-flops for showering. Ooh, never would have thought. Now, see, I've always been a um, a sneaker person, but you're right. It's like when you go camping and you go into the little, the little showers that you have to walk from your camper to the shower. Flip-flops, or they're, they're probably a lot easier to pack. So a lot of people nowadays seem to wear those um, surfing shoes where the water just kind of runs out of them. But you mm-hmm. want to really pack light, I suspect, when you're on safari, so flops make more sense. Well, the flip-flops are great, too, because so the, sh- the shower situation on my different safaris varied because I did do four different ones, but they were all outdoor showers. So, you know, one of them was like a bucket shower. I don't know if you've seen those from your camping days, but, you know, it's actually a bucket with water in it. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, some of my showers weren't always so working all the time either. So it was nice to have the flip-flops, especially even just walking out, you know, going to the shower. Though you have to look outside of your tent and say, are there elephants out walking through camp? You know, that's a little <laughs> different. That's a little different. <laughs> I would be more worried about the scorpions than the elephants. Those are there too. Yeah, I'd be wearing my sneakers everywhere. See, the problem with the bucket shower is the ones I've come across, the bucket up there holding the water doesn't have a lid on it. And I was always right. pretty sure there was a water snake in there. So generally, if there was a bucket shower available, I passed. Oh. <laughs> I actually had a big spider in my shower one night. And oh. I, literally, I almost took the little curtain down, jumping out of there, into the cold night, you know, darkness. And I was like, <laughs> but, you know, you're going to come across that stuff when you're really traveling and you're out there. That's called being in the wild. So I've gotten kind of used to it, but when you first see stuff like that, it does kind of scare you. You're like, what? A little. Holy cow. See, I'm really leaning towards watching all of your TV shows and staying home. I really, really (laughs) am at this point. Um, A question I have for you, since you are the equestrian traveler, do you have suggestions on headgear? A, the kind that protects your head from sunshine, but B, the safety kind that many of us wear? Well, I mean, I wore a helmet throughout my entire Botswana adventures. And, I mean, I would suggest to get a lightweight one for this. You want everything to be lightweight, and, you know, so that it actually doesn't weigh a lot. But also mm-hmm. just, just, just so you're, you've got some ventilation going on in there. That's one of the issues I find with traveling, especially to a lot of warm weather destinations. If you do want to wear a helmet, you don't want to die of a heat stroke. So, you know, get something with some ventilation. And especially going... Africa or anywhere where you're going to be on a small plane and you cannot, you have those major weight restrictions, which, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like 26 pounds was our weight restriction, which doesn't sound like a lot, but we also had to bring our film gear. So we were very restricted with what we packed. I I can see it now. Darley Newman, she survived being charged by a rhinoceros, but the black velvet riding helmet did her in. (laughs) That's not what you want to hear. Get the light colored ventilated one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I recommend, I recommend, you know, if you're going to go ride somewhere where it's going to be that heat, just just make sure that you're comfortable. Um, that's just so key. Absolutely. So give me give me one more absolutely 
positively you might not think of it, but you've got to have it to take along on a safari? Um, one more Because you have lots of stuff on this list. Yeah, I do. Well, you know what? Here's something that I did not think about that I am glad that I brought. Besides the flashlight and, you know, travel alarm clock, hand sanitizer's key, but... Um, and this is not even on my list because I didn't think of it till after, and this is after, but I thought of it the other day. You know, bring, you might want to stick a sheet of fabric softener in your suitcase wherever you go. Because, like, for me, I mean, I couldn't do laundry and I was wearing a lot of the same stuff over and over again. It's not a big problem, but I was out on the, the pans and I sat there and had meerkats crawling all over me, the little meerkat animals. Mm. And they marked me, which is when they, like, they put their little scent pouches on their little butts on you. <laughs> oh, cute and stinky. Cute. And, you know, and they're, they're like, oh, it doesn't really smell. But I was like, you know what? Maybe it doesn't smell that much. But since I can't do laundry and I'm wearing this for the next week, I wish yeah. I had bought some a fa- a yeah. fabric softener um, at least to rub it on myself. So I I'm writing that down. That. Several. I'm not just taking one. Several <laughs> dryer sheets. Whole box of dryer sheets. That's a, good, that's a clever idea, though, to help keep things at a, at a tolerable level during your rough trip. I think it's a good yeah. idea. And, you know, another thing, Jennifer, that I always bring is um, I always bring some kind of face, like, wipe so I don't have because you can't – sometimes I don't even want to leave my pen at night. So I'd rather mm-hmm. not go find the, the basin or the bathroom or whatever exists for me to wash my face. So I just bring little wipes that I can wipe myself off with. Um, and that's another good idea for people in general. Excellent idea. And they don't take up much space, don't weigh a whole lot. Well, you can put them into, I usually put them into Ziploc bags. Yes. Um, the, the crazy so packaging, even, they come in a, at the store, useless, just to right. shove them in a Ziploc. Yeah. 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 Oh, excellent ideas for going safariing. And what are we going to do when we put this tip up? I'm going to put the link to your little list on from equitrekking.com, and we'll link back up to it so folks can see the entire list, because there's more, so that when you plan your safari... You will be set and ready to survive the charge of the rhinoceros. There you go. Thanks for stopping by, Darlie. Thank you. That was fun. Well, there you go. Makes me want to go out on a safari, but maybe in baby steps first. I think I'll start with Animal Kingdom at Disney World and take the safari ride and see how I survive that. To listen to all of Darlie's tips, just go to horsetipdaily.com and go to the Experts drop-down menu on the left. You can find Darlie's name. You can also visit equitrekking.com, that's E-Q-U-I-T-R-E-K-K-I-N-G, and see what she's up to. And you can find out what's going on up to the minute at the Equitrekking Facebook page. Just surf for Equitrekking on Facebook. Don't forget to support our sponsors here on Horse Tip Daily because they're the ones that make these podcasts possible. Today's sponsor has been FeedXL.com online nutrition software. Don't play the wait and see game when it comes to your horse's diet and nutrition. Just go to FeedXL.com and get the facts. Please stop by the Horse Tip Daily Facebook page and let us know what you think of the tips you hear on the show. It's also a great place to tell us about topics you'd like to hear us cover on the show. You can subscribe to all the great shows on the Horse Radio Network through iTunes or Zune and get your horse podcasts automatically downloaded to your iPod, Zune, or MP3 player. You can also listen to the shows right on Facebook. The player's right there every day. I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, go ride your horse! 
The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily. 